Oh yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the human experience. I'm your host, Himyo, aka True Him, aka Dynamism, aka Altruism, aka Activism, aka It All Flows Through Him. And I would like to welcome you all to the human experience. Cup, passion with action. For all of you who may not understand what it is that you are witnessing at this particular moment in time, let me explain it to you. The human experience is where I ask someone seven questions that will allow them to passionately express themselves so that you, the viewer, or the audience member, or the listener, is able to experience the compassion that resides within. Now you may notice that I am saying compassion. And so what do I mean by when I say compassion? Well, when I am talking about ka, ka, I am talking about the vital life force that exists in this uh, universe. And when I am talking about passion, I am talking about a deep-seated feeling or emotion that wells up with inside someone. And so when you put those two together, specifically what I am talking about is the life force that allows someone to express the feelings and the emotions that reside within them. Yes, 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 that is what we are up to here at the human experience. And so um, my human experience today at this particular moment in time has been one that um, I would say it's been a pretty great morning. Once again, I'm up at four o'clock. And why am I up at four? Well, because I am studying the markets. But today I got up at four uh, because I have some new responsibilities that have been thrusted upon me. And so I needed to brush up because technical... Um, my technical capabilities are not something that I am, um, it's not my go-to. I'm not a techie person. I don't do techie things, but the responsibility that is on my plate right now for some events that we have going on here at Soul Folks is, uh, has to do with me being in some kind of technical realm. And so I needed to study up on that. And it was in this, uh, experience this morning that I was able to, you know, I feel pretty good about the progression that I made and the things that I was able to accomplish. And, you know, now I have I've had a GoPro for at least a couple of months now that I now am using as a webcam. I am going to need that later. Anyway, yeah. And so I had to rush to the store today. Uh, we have construction still going on in my crib. Um, yeah. So I've been I've been on the run since 4 a.m. On the run eating. N-O-R-E. Uh, anyway. And so I wanted to get here and make sure that I was set up because the guests that we have on, you know, I wanted to be as as prepared and before time as possible so that way we would have the most enhanced dialogue with my guest, right? And so because we had some nice preparation and some good times, I think we are about to have an awesome dialogue in this experience. And so I met our next guest. Um, She, I actually, yeah, so I'm just meeting her, I would say about since Thanksgiving of 2019, around that um, time about around that time is when no actually maybe a little bit before thanksgiving anyway she i met her because um i represent omen timepieces out here in los angeles and um she is over the uh retail and branding um brand manager here at soul folks and uh and so that's where i first met her it was through getting uh omen timepieces into this lovely establishment and it was through that time and um up until now i would say that's about the most that we really talk to one another um you know hi bye and um you know if i need something to do in the store or add anything into the store um, has been, I would say, the majority of our kind of conversations haven't had any real in-depth conversations to really um, be able to truly relate to one another. And so that's why I was so excited about her agreeing to uh, hop on the human experience because it will give me the opportunity to 
digest, download, and be able to um, better understand her um, in this between this experience. And the individual that I am talking about is Ferris Mason. And Ferris Mason is a community organizer, social entrepreneur, fashion and wardrobe stylist, creative director, event producer, and model. She's just like, uh, I think on her page, she likes to say she is the queen, K-W-E-N, mother. She is the queen mother. And so pa uh, Ferris is from Oakland, California, and is an eclectic it, which is, I'm sorry, is an eclectic, colorful, and vibrant city that developed Ferris into a resourceful community organizer. So without any further ado, I would like to welcome to the human experience, Miss Ferris Mason. Ferris, 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 how you doing there, Hi. Ferris? I'm groovy. You are I'm groovy? groovy? Okay. Well, drinking my water. Okay, you staying hydrated, staying hydrated. That is what's up. Hydration is the key to life. You are drinking life into existence. So Ferris, um, something that we love to do here in the human experience is we like to give people their flowers while they are alive. And so if you are not used to people clapping for you, well, we're gonna do that here on the human experience. So this is for you. Yes, yes, yes. Not only do we like to clap one time, but no, you, you, you deserve more. So here, let me give you another. Yes, yes, yes. And, and matter of fact, matter of fact, you know, one time is okay, two times is cool, but we like to do things in threes around here. So you get one more first. Let that get into your pores. Let that get into your DNA and help that, like, really recalibrate the DNA so that way you are always clapping for yourself if nobody is doing it for you. All right. So with that being said, Ferris, um, now you come from Oakland, you are a multi-hyphenated being. What would you say has been the, uh, the impetus to you choosing to take on all of these roles? Um, most of it's just innate. Um, it's just things that I have capabilities to do um, and then I do them <laughs> pretty much. Uh, a lot of and like me becoming an entrepreneur and all that, I really don't, I don't see any other way for my, for my life to go. Uh, and all the things that I'm doing, have done, continue to do, will do, are all a part of my, my divine assignment. And uh, I am working in my divine assignment and in my purpose, which is you know, service to myself and to the community, which is the community I'm a part of. And so I've spent, so much time doing hella shit for other people and boosting other people's things and not being my my full self. Mm -hmm. um, so I no longer accept anything that is not in alignment with my divine purpose and my divine assignment. So all the things that I do are in alignment with that. And so that's why I do them. Mm. So then when I hear you talking about divine purpose and, and divine assignment, right? Mm -hmm. So... Oh, my background ain't the way that I want it to be. Anyway, um, so when I hear you talking about divine purpose and the design, divine assignment, um, how did you come into um, a knowingness of that, that, like that purpose and that assignment? Well, was it like um, one experience? I, Were there multiple experiences? Well, I mean, I've you know who Ferris is and like base level i've always been the same very intuitive creative kind resourceful all the blah 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 things that's always been me i haven't always put myself first though uh so that you know kind of not kind of definitely made things not be as vibrant and abundant as they could have been um i also the spiritual practice my spiritual practice um i practice ifa Mm. And in Ifa and the Dafas that I have got, which is divination, we usually get a Dafa, usually, you should get one usually, at least one a year, and it's a divination by our, our Awo or our priest of Maile. 
And in my divination, um, things that involve community, things that involve um, being of service, things that involve me um, celebrating myself are all part of what my life path is. Mm-hmm. And outside of being told that, the things that how I've been growing and pushing myself to grow um, spiritually, metaphysically, all the all the ways, um, they have been in alignment. They have been in alignment. So I'll get a dafa and then I'm like, oh my God, this is telling me my whole life, mm-hmm. how you know my whole life by just doing this, you know, this divination practice. And um, it has really helped me to align with my own spirit, to align with the Orishas and Olodumare and alignment with my community and, like I said, my divine purpose and my my impetus and movement for who I am and who I'm growing into being. That's awesome. That's amazing. Uh, I, I, you know, you're actually, you're actually my second guest um, who is... Uh, practices within the Ifa tradition um, and so that's what's up I can I hear that I feel that and um, and that's that's where it is so then with that I find that that find that to be a great transition into this first question that I have for you Ferris mm-hmm. and that first question is what do you trust more your heart or your brain? What, what do I what? What do you trust more, your heart or your brain? Okay. Mm. Well, right. well, I, I, I'll say, I'll say heart only as it ties to my intuition. Um, my intuition tends to be on point. Um, my, I falter when I don't listen. So uh, I have, you know, it's like that, that when you people say you have that gut feeling or that feeling in your, or in your heart or your gut, like something isn't right or something is great, whatever it is. So if you think of things logically all the time, I mean, it does help. It does help because you got to have logic in order to move forward in life. And one of my people that I love fondness, even though it's a fake ass person, but Mr. Spock, <laughs> the the Vulcans and all the logic. I'm all about that. But without like me using my intuition, some of those things wouldn't even, or just using logic all the time, it wouldn't. I don't. It wouldn't. I don't think it would bode very well. Um, right. And the times that I've not listened to my intuition, or I keep questioning something, even though I feel like I don't want to do it, or the feeling of it is not there, and I'm like, well, maybe I should. I just need to listen. So. I listen to that more than I listen to like brain and logic first, but also that depends on the circumstances as well. Okay, so if, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's like you have grown into the the trusting of the the heart brain. Uh, I mean, the heart uh, intuition connection, right? So I've I have come to study and learn a little bit about that and and how you know sometimes. The, the first I feel like the first communication that we have is through uh, with the with the ether and the ethos and the universe and how the and the energies um, I feel like the heart is the first filter right and it it it, it awakens that intuitive um, expression or experience to go in your body and be like oh wait something's something's up I'm feeling something something's here something's communicating I, I may not be able to put my full you know, hand on it or whatever to really gauge it, but I know something is going on with this situation or whatever is or whatever is transpiring at the moment. I know I'm receiving some kind of message, right? So it it, it comes in. I think that and to me, it, it it even makes the most sense because because the heart is at the center of our um, the center. It's it's almost like the sun, right? It's the center of our universe, right? So being that that is the filter that then deciphers and, and, and sends every all the uh, the readings and transmits everything to everywhere else like our heart we get more communications to our heart than we do to our brain because the heart filters what then gets sent up to the to the brain right 
And so it's through those feelings, if I'm hearing you correctly, it is through your trusting and learning to, um, to sit in that and move with that and uh, communicate with that in a manner, it has allowed you to, um, to traverse your current situations um, more effectively because you, you've learned to, to trust that, right? And then that allows for the brain to figure out the direction to allow the trusting feelings that you have of that situation to um, figure out how to, uh, what's the proper word I would say, how to get done or manifest that thing what you are feeling. What I, can, I can accept that. <laughs> oh, okay. I can accept that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I love the acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> I crave acceptance so much. Um, all right. So with that, now that leads me to my next question that we have for you, Ferris. And that question is, is it better to have beauty or be beautiful? To have beauty or be beautiful? Yes, ma'am. To have beauty or be beautiful. I mean, I don't really think either one of them are that important um, in the end of all of the all of all things. Mm. Beauty is fading and fleeting, and often behind some beauty is a whole bunch of bullshit. Uh, <laughs> whether it be contrived and made up, or just a rotten ass person. Um, so, but I think like if you want to speak of beauty as in beautiful personalities or beautiful like consciousness or any other beauty that's not based on physical things, I think those are way more important than physical beauty. Um, in my in my opinion, I mean other people may feel the same way or feel not, but beauty is just a thing. I don't know. People use it and use it and manipulate people with it, unfortunately, which is also a reason why being like physical beauty isn't as important or that is not as that important in the end. That's my answer so, on the beauty. <laughs> okay, so uh, if I'm hearing you correctly, you're, you're you're completely throwing the construct of beauty out of the window. <laughs> um, and I would say that this question is more based of, well, actually, and then also hearing you um, and like listening to you, it sounds like you're talking about the, the being part of something, right? Because you're, you're, the, the physical uh, makeup of, a, of an individual is something very different than what it is that they are able to exude on the inside of them that actually connects with, with others. Right. And it feels like what you were saying and what you were speaking towards um, was more so the construct of the, of the physical beauty being thrown out of here because that's not that's not real. And, and it's it's very uh, subjective as opposed to the idea of being beautiful. That has to do with what people are receiving from an individual when you're talking about um you know, being beautiful in your actions, being beautiful in your, um, in the way that you relate to people and how you, um, and how people see, feel, and, um, and what they leave with after being in your presence, right? Like that's the being beautiful part of it, right? The action word mm -hmm. of it. So now that you hear the, uh, the root of what this question is about, right? It's about, it's, it's, a, you see that it's about, either having something or being something. And so what are your thoughts about having and being, or elaborate, I should say, a little further on your thoughts about having and being beauty? Um, I mean, how do you have beauty? That's, uh, I don't really understand what that is, what that question means, but. You have beauty uh, by, you have beauty by, by that, that could be your, uh, outer features, you know, you have beauty because you have uh, you have nice full lips. You have a, a great uh, a great cheek line. You have you know nice hair, things of that things of that nature, right? Those, external, those are things external, that you have. External outside body appearance and all that things. That's a having of something. Yes. Yes, a having a beauty or being beautiful. Um, 
I mean, I think either both of them can be, I guess, important depending on the situation or what you're using it for. Um, you know, there could be a beautiful person who has beauty and then, you know, they could use their beauty in order to engage people and uh, to get in more engagement for a cause or something because people will be like, oh, they're so pretty. What are they talking about? Which is a very, you know, base level and ridiculous. But, you know, people tend to pay more attention to people they deem beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that could be a good thing. But then, but then in the same in the same instance, that person's beauty could be being used for harm in some way or bringing or not bringing attention to other types of things that people have to deal with because people are just are bypassing it. But like, oh, this person's so pretty and that's all they see. They don't see what they're trying to evoke or bring up or help people with. So it can be a good way, a good thing and a hindrance, I think, having beauty. Mm -hmm. um, being, being beautiful, um, like, yeah, I mean, much is the same with what I've already said, but like being beautiful, I think, just has so much more to do with who you are as a person and the type of, like, the, what was much of what you stated as well, the type of, um, you know, what people say about you, too, speaks a lot of, of how beautiful you are as a person. You know, what people say about you behind your back or what people said to you, say, you know, like, you know, um, say for instance for me like I've been told that people like oh people always like oh I heard about you Ferris and I heard about you and and this that and the other you're exactly how everybody says you are and I'm like for sure like I am <laughs> like I am the same person to everybody you're not gonna you know hear somebody say something you know crazy ridiculous about me and, or or super nice about me either way and you come and meet me and it's 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 not neither of those things they're gonna mm -hmm. be like oh she's straightforward she speaks her mind she's kind and you know whatever other things people say but it's always um that is a part of like i feel like that's a part of my beauty in that aspect because that's a part of my being being beautiful having beauty whatever but like being able to have a be a person that is kind and considerate and compassionate and you know looks past just certain things as far just looks past like people in their their presence and how they look and looks past that i think all those things add to being a beautiful person as per se just you know going at face value of everything gotcha I hear that. All right. So we have learned thus far that you uh, definitely f align with falling into trusting your your heart slash uh, intuitive self. We've just learned about, um, you know, about you being beautiful um, and the consistency that would in which you are being beautiful. Now, Ferris, we would like to know when was the last time you cried oh shit probably a couple days ago I cry a lot <laughs> I like most people don't see the fairest that cries and don't think that I'm like a person like that but I am a big ass like I'm 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 I'm, I'm empathic um I feel deeply about people and things and injustices and people being treated fairly and um, I'm also very, um, what's, what's the fucking word? Why well, I can't, sentimental. So I'm a very sentimental person as well. <laughs> so like being empathic, being intuitive, being sentimental, being sensitive, like my ass be crying all the time. Like I, and it could be just for anything, you know, last week probably was more so cause it was like, you know, moon time. So it's extra elevated, but, um, you know, it could just be, it could be anything for me, literally. It could be a moment or like me. Oftentimes I'm saying it's because I, I'll be thinking of my, my parents, you know, both my parents passed in the last five years. Sorry. And uh, that's very hard to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, and then like in general, like even watching movies, there's certain movies that I don't even really, like certain times when I know I'm like feeling real sentimental or sad or like I know I'm going to cry, like I can't. Even like it's corny, but like, say if I watch a rom com, right? Like I like them because they're you know corny little love stories, 
But like, if I'm not in the right space, my ass is gonna be crying. So like, I can't watch those. What I will do to combat me from having a teary moment is like, and it's gonna sound strange because a lot of black think it's strange, but like, I love horror movies. So if I wanna chill out and be like, cool, like sometimes I'll just watch horror movies because it doesn't reflect anything in my life. Mm -hmm. So I can watch it because I love them and watch it and be like, oh, no emotions involved. Because you're disassociated with it, and, and from that, from a from an emotional standpoint, yes, um, yeah, got you. That makes sense. That definitely makes a lot of sense. So, with that, um, so I just do do want to touch back on that, right? So, when you're, what I'm hearing from that is that you are uh, because you feel so deeply um, and that's one of the gifts that has been bestowed upon you in this lifetime right is that um, deep sense of empathy and appreciation um, and attunement to uh, to energies um, would you say how would you say that you have learned to um, not take on those energies from others as much like where are you at in the process of not um of not allowing that to to adversely impact your your way of being um boundaries literally boundaries that has been something that i have been working on the past couple years and i've become much better at it um than i ever have been Uh, i you know I, I tend to be a person that people will just come talk to about whatever, or um, just, you know, they'll, people lay a lot of stuff on me. And so, I'll, you know, there'd be times where I feel like I, well, I have to answer the phone for someone, or I have to be of service or assistance to someone in a way that I know they're not going to be for me. Um, so what I, I've done and, and for myself in many different ways is, like I set boundaries and I say no a lot more. Um, and I also, like, make sure, like, any people that I engage with, like if I don't feel like the vibe is is, is right or cool or reciprocal, if it needs to be, um, I'm cool. I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> like I, I I'm very protective of my space and my my feelings and the energies around me. Um, even my home, you know, a lot of people haven't come to my home. I don't just, you know, there's some people just like let everybody come over, you know, like I don't yeah, I'm do one that. Of those people. <laughs> <laughs> like. If you come to my house, like it's a, you know, I have, I probably even have some close friends that, you know, actually the other day, Manny, you know, man, Manny is one of my close friends and he came over and it was probably the first time I've lived in LA and known him for like nine years. It's probably the first time he's ever been in my house, but it's not because mm-hmm. I don't fuck with him, but it's just like, I'm very like, people like to have housewarmings and do this and have people at their house. Um, which is great, but it's like, that's a lot of people and then I'm a little OCD and anxiety. So I would be like, oh, what are you touching? Or like, oh, clean this, it's a lot. So people in my space and I really value now more than ever, my peace, my, um, you know, not involving myself in other people's dramas or, mm. or whatever, because it's easy to get drawn into other people's things. And I've kind of always been that type of person that, stays in my own space um people think i'm quiet and i am for some parts of it but i'm also that's a part of like just how i, how I vibe i get down like i like to observe things i i peep i'm like i call myself queen peep gang because i see everything mm. whether or not people are saying it or seeing it or even when i'm not around for some reason i still know the answers to certain i don't know what that is but that's just how it is so um yeah all right, and I think I got a new nickname for you, PG. All right, um, so uh, Queen PG. All right, cool. So we've just learned that um, through the practices of, of boundary settings um, and getting to, to know yourself on a deeper level, um, the setting of these boundaries and, and being protective of your space um, has very much a lot to do with your self-care. Uh, all right, cool. So now, we just found out what made you cry. Now, we would like to know, what are three words or phrases to know in all languages? 
Three words Hello? or phrases to know in all languages. Hello. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And, um, Hmm. Hello. I don't know. I appreciate you. And I and I I mean something that doesn't need words, but um, giving people like genuine embraces, like hugs. I think those are important things. You don't need language for that, but I mean there might be something that people might get misconstrued. But I think those are that's an important thing. So A lot of people don't like to hug. I hear you. I hear you. So then would the, so then would that phrase be "May I hug you"? Or me, or would you like a hug? Sure, that's that's yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because okay. oftentimes if you ask someone, I mean, I usually don't have to ask people. Um, I mean, now we do because COVID. If you don't know people, you're like, is it okay? But yeah. um, I think it's a good. I think that's a good thing because sometimes if you ask someone like, do you need a hug? Like somebody might be like, fuck yeah, I need a hug. And like hugs, hugs are healing. I, mm. I rock with hugs heavy. So all right, see, I would have never known that. Um, <laughs> Okay. All right. So, hello. I appreciate you. Do you need a hug? Or may I give you a hug? Or can I have a hug? But something that has to do with an embrace. May we embrace yeah. in this moment. All right. Cool. That works. But that works. People don't value hugs a lot. Or people, I mean, I know a lot of people have things about not wanting to be touched or be around, but humans, like, we like to be touched and we like to see and we like to feel. So those are just good things. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So now we know that. We have learned thus far that uh, you are in tuned with your heart. You are a individual who um, sees be beautiful as a uh, way of being. We've also learned that you um, have learned to protect yourself because you um, take on extra energies and so you cry often. And now, three words that you would love to know is, hello, I appreciate you, and would you like to be embraced? All right. Now, that leads me to want to know, Ferris, what is it that scares you? Because um, we know it's not horror movies. It's totally not. <laughs> um, I think what scares me is not being able to really learn and connect with my my heritage and like my family that I don't that I know and don't know like never being able to get a deeper a deeper bond that's very scary to me because family family is super important and family is legacy family is life and um, I have a lot of family but I don't know what most of them I don't know like 95% of my family um, hmm. so Try to work on it, but um, it's kind of a daunting, overwhelming task a little bit, <laughs> mm. especially with so many of my elders being gone. All my grandparents are gone. My parents are gone. Um, so there's not really a lot of elders that I know closely that I can that can help me in this in my quest for knowing more about my heritage and who my people are. Mm. It's uh, yeah, so I think that that's scary to like, to if things, you know, who knows, like if things ended tomorrow and I didn't know all the rest of my family or I wasn't able to make connection, I'd be really, I'd be really sad. I hear you. Mm, well, and so with, with that, that, with so much of unknown about like familial relations or, or extended family right is, is it safe to say that you don't know a lot of your extended family as opposed to like like cousins and aunts and things of that nature or... i don't know i only know i don't know a lot of my cousins either like second i only have one first cousin so i know her <laughs> mm -hmm. but like all the everything outside of like my outside of like my aunt and uncle and my cousin 
I don't really know. And then like my siblings, but I have a lot of different siblings and they have, you know, it's a whole bunch of stories behind that, but I don't, yeah, I don't really know people enough. Like I, I probably know you and I don't know you that well, know you better than I know some people in my family. Mm. Like a lot of people actually. <laughs> mm. Okay. That, uh, all right. That's a very telltale story. All right. That, uh, that helps, uh, a lot. Uh, I can, I can see how that would, I should say, is this a fear? This makes me think about it. Is this a, is this a scare or a fear that you have like constantly grown up with or did it take on even a, a, a deeper context once the, uh, once you lost both parents? Um, no, I mean, I've, I've always been like the, one of the, of the siblings more or more so, oh yeah, one of the main ones that's always wanted to know more about family, wanted to be more closer to people or closer to nieces or nephews or closer to just, or my older siblings. I've always been that person, but it's very hard Mm. when it's not reciprocated. Um, like that you want. Even with the siblings that I grew up with, same mom and same dad, that's a very uh, unfortunate situation sometimes. <laughs> mm. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, I, you know, and I, I, I'm actually, I'm, I usually end up having friends or, um, or even when guys I date, like people that are very family oriented. That's a very important thing to me, despite the fact that I'm not super close to my family. Um, family connections and people being tight with their families is super fresh to me and something that I want. Got you. All right. Cool. Uh, understand that one now. Now, with that, uh, we went from what scares you to what is it that makes you happy? Oh, let's see. Well, um, going to the beach. Going to I love the beach. It don't matter really what beach it is. People be hating on Venice a lot, but like I still go to Venice. Uh, you know, it's still a beach. It's still mm-hmm. nice. I mean, it's not really that clean, but it's still a beach. It's still nature. <laughs> I love the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, um, coloring. I like to color. I color a lot, just in a coloring book with markers. That makes me happy. So you um, got a lot shop. of adult coloring books. Um. Y- yeah, I mean, I like to color, um, I don't like to color, like, people or animals or flowers. I like to color, like, geometric things and mandalas and things like that and stuff that's real intricate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it to be very symmetrical and that, that's, I, I have tons of them that I've colored. I have some of them on my wall, actually. Um, so I love coloring. I love shopping. It makes me very happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't say. Um... Um, I mean, spending time with my friends makes me happy. Like, my my friends, spending time with my friends makes me happy. Um, cooking makes me happy. I like to cook. Eating healthy food makes me happy. Mm. Um, doing nothing makes me happy. <laughs> um, and I mean, yeah, it's just the sun makes me happy. I love the sun. That's like my. I love the sun. You love to you love to get powered up, huh? I, I love it. I, right now I'm kind of pale, so I'm just waiting for it to warm up so I can get some tan. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. So you you that's it sounds as though that there are a plethora of things that uh, that makes you happy, and that you uh, are fortunate enough to have the. Um, be in an environment where you can be around a lot of that 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 makes you happy right because i'm hearing a lot that has to do with nature um i'm hearing a lot that has to do with uh um being able to interact with with people um and being in unique places being able to have nutritious wholesome um food to be able to prepare and things of that nature um, and shopping, which there's, I guess, obviously there's a lot of shopping to be done around uh, <laughs> Los Angeles, huh? Around anywhere, you know, I don't need, and I can shop. I can shop anywhere and anything. I'm an avid thrifter. I love thrift stores since I was little. 
I'm an avid eBayer. I'm an avid everything where you can shop. <laughs> oh, all right, you're there for it. Okay, I can dig that. So now, Ferris, we have come to pregunto numero siete that fast. And the question that is on the floor now is, Ferris, Mason, what is your purpose? Oh, my purpose is to uh, be of service to my community. And that also entails being of service to myself because I am a part of my community. We are one and the same. So doing everything that I would do for myself, um, I do my best and try my best. No, I don't try. Do my best <laughs> to make sure that I'm providing that what I would provide for myself to those that are a part of my community. That's what I'm supposed to do, and I believe that's what I'm doing. Okay, I would um, I would have to say that through this experience what I've been able to uncover is that yes my experience and my knowing of you prior to you stating that has been me witnessing you living in your purpose and um, and providing the opportunity for the community to be able to thrive right and so it's it's very apropos that you would have a um, a piece that says abundance over everything, right? I think that is a statement that perfectly, in, I don't even like the word, that dynamically encapsulates um, the statement of your purpose, right? Uh, to the greater community, um, as well as to yourself. And it has been, um, it has been very interesting um, in a way that is uh, that provides a, a sense of learning for me to watch you live in your purpose or be a voyeur of you living in purpose, right? Um, because and the way that it's been able to be expanded, right? Because we haven't even talked about come up LA um, yet, but it seems like that started to provide or if I'm without you particularly telling me about it as of yet, it seems as though like the emanation of Come Up LA was you falling in absolute alignment with your divine purpose, right? Um, and the manifestation and the growth that that has been able to have um, with you as a person and as an individual and as a, um, and as an entity, as an entrepreneur, and all those multi-hyphenated, um, multi-hyphenated isnesque or whatever, if that's even the words, um, but it seems like that's where that started to really take form. Um, and then to add on the growth and the expansion of carrying on your own business, and then aligning yourself with what is taking place here at Soul Folks. Um, has just, you know, enhanced and um, stretched you in a uh, even more purposeful way in you living out your, your, your divine um, manifestations of purpose in real time, right? It, it, it's, it's enabled you to be as expansive as the universe is, right? Um, as you live into this and, and continue to grow into being the uh, the ultimate uh, healer, seeker, and um, comforter. That queen, warrior, what was that, GP? No, not GP, what was it? Oh, damn, I just forgot the name. PG? Uh, no. PG. It was PG. Oh yeah, PG. PG. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Queen, <laughs> queen PG. Um, you know, as you, as you came into being Queen Pay J um that's what's up so that is what i've been able to um extract from this particular human experience very much so you being your purpose not trying but being very uh very big distinction there 
And so with that being said, thank you. Because through you living your purpose, it, al it has allowed um, a door to be unlocked for me to be living mine, right? Um, because had you, um, had you been a hater, um, I wouldn't be in this door, you know, and I wouldn't have had the opportunity to come in here and, and be able to see um, and be a part of um, steering this ship in the direction that I, I can say, I'm like, I'm looking at this like Noah's Ark, like, right, you know, being, being here in Soul Folks, you know, um, and what it is that we're up to. Uh, and how we're helping and providing the com the community with this opportunity is almost like being on Noah's Ark, right? In in real time, um, and it being that way for people that look like us, you know, um, to create an environment for for us to get aboard this ship, for everyone to sail in the directions of the manifestation of their dreams. And so, with that being said, Ferris. The floor is yours for the next minute, minute and a half. Please let the people know what you got going on, where you have it going on at, and how they may um, get on and get along with you. <laughs> Word. Um, so what do I have going on? I, don't, I, I mean, I know, but I don't know. That's always like how I am. Like, hmm, I know what I'm doing, but do I really know? Uh, <laughs> um well, currently, obviously, you know, I, so I have Come Up LA or Come Up Markets, whichever one people know, most people know about Come Up LA. Um, Come Up LA, you know, haven't been having any events in quite some time because of our lovely sister friend, Corona, Misha. <laughs> uh, she's just been here kicking it and not allowing the events to really happen in the way they want to. And soon I hope to uh, be having a new space in order to do those lovely events and having more budget and sponsorships and all that. Um, I'm currently working on a virtual aspect for Come Up LA, um, an app. Um, it's in development right now and I'm really excited about that. It's my first time taking a risk of this sort and spending money that I have not spent before, <laughs> the amount, um, but I'm really excited about it. Um, there's also other things coming up with uh, Come Up LA soon with other um, businesses in LA once things are more open, open. I think right now we all kind of like in this kind of false insecurity of open. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's what that is. And I am soon going to be starting a clothing line, which is what I call myself, which is Cream Warrior, and that's what it's going to be called. So that will soon be coming to fruition and outside of that all the other things that i'm doing you can keep up with me on instagram um i like to post the food that i cook sometimes uh fruits and popcorns and supplements and encouraging people to actually take their health seriously and health is not just working out uh you got to eat right so I think that's that's something that also that I love to share with people, um, especially in the world that we live in now, where people there's sugar in everything. No matter if you don't think there needs to be sugar in it, like fruit, people add sugar to fruit all the time. So um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Ferris Mason. It's F E double R I double S M A S A N. Never forget that second S because without the second S, it is not my name. Uh, Ain't that the motherfucking truth? You better not forget <laughs> that last S. Because I let everyone know. I've learned I have, the hard way. I have been an advocate of that forever, and I'm an advocate for everybody that has a name. Even though my name's not even a difficult name, but people make it more difficult than it is. But I've always been a person to advocate for anyone that has a name, whatever the name is, make people say it make them spell it correctly, and make them pronounce it correctly. Don't change it to appease people in their idiocy. So. Okay. That was just my little spiel on that. I'm really, I, when I, I used to work in an engineering firm, and we had um, some people that are Chinese and, and different races, and they'd be like, oh, this is, my name is this. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. What's your actual name? They're like, oh, it's this, but I just say this so that people can say it. I was like, make people say your name. 
mm. make people know your name. It's important. Your name is a part of your honor to your ancestors because your name comes from your family. So it's important for people to pronounce your name and for you to make people pronounce your names appropriately in a way to honor your ancestors. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I wish I knew you when I was younger. Um, <laughs> I'll just say sick them, Ferris. Um, yo. Well, I would like to say once again, thank you for taking time out of your oh so busy schedule to join us here on the human experience. It has been an uplifting and enlightening, light, enlightening or lightning. I should say it's been lightning because um, you definitely are a uh, a bolt of lightning. And um, and thank you for taking time out of your day today to join us here on the Human Experience. It has been greatly appreciated. <laughs> Word. And so I would also like to thank you and you and you and you and the other you and all of you that have taken time out today to join us here on the Human Experience. I'm your host, Himyo, a.k.a. True Him, a.k.a. Dynamism, a.k.a. Altruism, a.k.a. Activism, a.k.a. It all flows through him. I would love to give a shout out to our sponsors, uh, Omen Timepieces. Omen Timepieces, they are the watch with the message. Make sure you check them out at omentimepieces.com and let them know that Henry sent you over at the Human Experience. It would be greatly appreciated. Also, I want to give a shout out to Beard Zion. Beard Zion, thank you all for uh, providing me with that heaven on earth feeling through your awesome beard care products. Make sure you check them out at Beard Zion. That's Beard Z I O N dot com and let them know that Himyo over at the human experience sent you there too and use that promo code at HECA21 I also would love to give a shout out to B-O-U-R-N G-R and the number 8 for the intro and outro music from here at the human experience it is oh so appreciated oh so welcome thank you thank you thank you once again for joining us I would just like to say be peaceful, be happy, be productive, and be you because you matter. See you on the next Human Experiences, bitches.